Hello and welcome to this one shot review of The Witcher Season 2. We have both watched it, we have enjoyed it, we're about to talk about it. My name's Anthony, I'm joined by Sevi. That's him right there. Hello. And if you haven't watched it, maybe stop listening. Just a thought. Yeah. Look, I mean, you've had enough time. Two weeks. Two weeks? Three weeks? It's been out for three December week, Two dropped. weeks? Three weeks? Something. And we're now eagerly awaiting season three, which they have not even started pre-production on yet. Happy New Year to you, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. You brought in the new year like us watching The Witcher Season 2, obviously. Um, I do just want to jump on that one. Season 3 has not been written yet, is what they've said. No, are, it's, it's two years away. It's a process. And look, Henry Cavill's out there saying he's, he's ready. He's going to do eight, eight seasons and seven seasons of this. He's going to do the whole seven. book series. And if they're doing it good. every two to three years, it's going to be a, a long time. It's a good thing Cavill doesn't seem to be aging, is all I'm going to say. I feel sorry for him because he's going to have to stay in that shape for hey, look, I'm, I'm not feeling all his life. If I'm paid that much, I'd stay in shape pretty well. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like it'd be pretty bloody hard. <laughs> not really that much money. You just That's a lot of work. Chef, private dude that makes you work out every day. You know, with that much money, you could pay a bloke to come smack yeah, down your hand anytime you pick one up. That'd just be his whole job. <laughs> just like, oh, you know, just pay your nephews or something to right just now. run around Bang. and slap oh, donuts. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm I'm Geralt Rivia. Whack. I need to be in better shape than this. Um, <laughs> no, mm. because for, let's jump straight into it. That's all you'll get from it. We got a Witcher that talked more. We got a Geralt that talked so much more. A lot than more. It was so good. Now, this is something that I... And he's articulate too. So I watched the first season of The Witcher and then went and read five of the books. I'm up to the fifth book, I think. Fifth or sixth, anyway. And when I spoke to you about it, I said, he talks so much more in the books. And he is such a fully formed character yeah. in the books. I was then looking at the Witcher we got in season one thinking <clears throat> we've been ripped off a little bit. Yeah, well, that's what Henry said in interviews leading up to it. He goes, we're going more book route with this season. We're going to... F Geralt's going to talk more. He's going to be a lot more illiterate. He's going to show his wits a little more. Yeah, which is... So he's going to be smarter. The book, which, are, which makes <clears throat> him a fully formed, amazing character. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the hmm, fuck, on this but <laughs> yeah. this was... Well, you have to well, with Geralt. No, <laughs> well, no. not this season because I don't think he swore. Yeah, he dropped the F-bomb a couple of times. Did he? He should have done a lot more because we need uh, a lot more of that. Be articulate but, with so your words, but drop... Let's jump straight in. So The F-word in there a lot. Left them from season one was the Battle of Sodden, which... They thought Yennefer was dead because she'd unleashed her chaos magic, tapped into yep. the fire spirits, and that's something that mages aren't supposed to do. She burnt everything. And she went nuts. Yeah, everything burnt. She burnt everything. Geralt and Ciri had found each other, and he had screwed her away. Uh, that's pretty much where our main characters were at. Um, as far as why the Battle of Sodden took place, that was Nilfgaard coming up, and that's where the yep, yeah, and that's where the big the, army that Geralt spotted, uh, mages and the northern towns had decided to make their stand at Sodden. Now, it's the yep. first time in in however long the mages stood with the armies. That was a big, big point there. Well, they have to because it sort of comes down kind to the whole of, the enemy yeah. and my enemy is but my friend, didn't it? What we see in this, this season is that... Many hands make light work. The mages have their own agenda. Yeah. They're sneaky, sneaky. They're very just playing things behind closed doors. We'll I don't like them. More. I don't trust them. 
Yes. Do I have a right not to trust them? Yeah, okay, because that's the, that's the gist I'm getting here. I don't trust that. Who's Stringable. who's that bloody one who oh, taught um, Yennefer? Yeah, Tissaia. What's her name? <laughs> Tissaia. I don't like her. I don't so trust her at all. I like her. I like her. Like now, she's cool. I'm gonna be but jumping I don't back between because my issue her. is in my mind the books and the shows kind of blend together, and they've changed a few yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So Tasai has been given a much larger role than she had in the books. Yeah. Um, oh really? Anyway, we'll follow through, and I will highlight some differences if, if anyone cares or. Because I, I do think that they are still following the books pretty closely. So when we're getting into our theories of where we think this is going to go, I think it's going to still play a part, but there are things they've changed, obviously. Um, all right, wrong. so where are we? We've got Geralt takes Siri to Careholm. Straight away, this is a difference from the book. Because there's a lot more witches at Care Home than there are in the book. He rocks up and there's like four people there. There's a whole party of witches hiding up at Care Home in winter in this. And it was great to see that many of them, especially when later in the series they get they get attacked. And they all go grab the elixir. Yeah. They all that grab their potions awesome. and get, get, get busy. That was really cool. Um, but obviously, yeah, okay. We'll go into that a bit more. Series training. Now, this is the first time we get to see Siri take a bit of power back because she's been a bit helpless through the first season. You know, it's like that thing where you're yeah. a character where everything's happening to you as opposed to having your own agency. This is this is a running theme with Siri. It's in the book. It's it's what they're setting up here. And I think they've done it really well. Um, Freya Allen, is it? Who plays Siri? Yeah, yeah. Only so. issue I'm having with her is completely out of her control. She's aging too fast. What do you mean? You know, that's oh well, yeah, okay. I was like, I was like, no, what? what no, I, no. I thought you had an that's, actual problem. That's the only like <laughs> thing where you're like, oh man, like because in the books, this this Siri who's ripping through the Witcher stuff is like twelve. You know, and and just getting her yeah. first period and doesn't know what it is, and that's where Triss comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Triss is brilliant. I love Triss. And I think she's she's a big part of the games as well from memory. Played by Anna yeah. Schaefer. She's, so she's, she's awesome. Had a bit of character development as well here. So she got pretty badly burnt and they thought she had died at the Battle of Sodden as well. Yeah. Yeah. At, the gu- at that gate. Now, one of her biggest things was that she was alluring and attractive, obviously. Um, in the books, they make so much of it that when it eventually turns, you go, oh, okay, I see why. Because they talk about her cleavage so much in the books that you're like, this is awkward. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it's that Geralt likes her, yeah. obviously. And that's one of the things he likes about her, but also the red hair. You know? So he yeah. he thinks about her cleavage a lot. But then you realise that that's what she uses to get her way as well. Yeah. You know, exactly if you've got right. It, and that's what, what they say, if you've got it for Guys and everything that she needs to do. So when she's burnt and scarred, it becomes a major plot point. So she's scarred, she starts having to wear higher collars and realise that she can't rely on that anymore. And yeah, they didn't lean into it as heavily her I think in this but you can still see the work they've done there and I think just even the nod to it and the show that she is learning different ways to do things but she's a great character fantastic character Um, and her coming to the 
to care more was just straight from the books. Yeah. I'll tell you who I love. <laughs> yeah. Lambert. I thought Lambert, he was thought so he cool. wasn't the one I thought you were going to say there. But Lambert was brilliant. Yeah. Um, straight from the books as well. Lambert. He was just he was just good yeah. comic relief yeah. when it was needed. Oof. Like it it was just really good. But a big shout out to Vesemir. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Did really Kim Bodner. Well, right? And that He's awesome. Like whenever one of them was hurt or, or killed, he actually looked like he'd lost a son he felt every it. time. Yeah. Like he felt it that every would have been time. Such a draining performance, you know. Oh, yeah. You've got to got to take your hats off to him for that. Now, you've got Siri getting trained to be a Witcher. In the books, they made a lot bigger deal on the fact that they weren't going to give her any of the mutagen or any of the like. That was just Geralt saying no from the start, and Vesemir saying no from the start in the books. Yeah, yeah. Dad much. said no, but Dad girl said no. They never gave the option. Okay, fair enough. It was just this isn't happening. So that was a bit of a a detour from the book. Uh, yep. That little elder blood storyline wasn't really there either. Like she is elder blood in the books, but that little thing about making more Witcher potion and stuff wasn't. Wasn't there more which mutagen? Yeah. Also, they've added that in for the TV show. It wasn't bad. It was a cool. Well, I like that. Because usually, when they start adding things in, like TV shows, when they start adding things in and aren't in the book, it goes just off the rails. Like you're yeah. like, well, that so make this sense. was an interesting little thing they added to the law, which, which wasn't bad. Um, especially that whole thing about her then wanting to take it. You know, making the deal with Vesemir that, yeah, you can take my blood as long as I'm the first that you do it to, you know? Yeah. Um, That had me worried. Yeah. That it was actually going to come got, true. They got very close with it. And I was like, no, don't change it, don't change it, don't change it, don't change it. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of things they've changed, though, let's get into this. So, Yennefer survives the Battle of Sodden. That that happens in the books too. But yeah, yeah. She survived. Yeah. But I'd want to hope so. Powers. That doesn't happen in the books. Yep. Yeah. So it, Oh really? Does she get stronger? Just as strong as she always is. Yeah, just she's already very strong. Or just the same. <laughs> Cause well those 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 moments in moves where that happens where they go full force it either goes one way or the other it either goes they come out of it and they've actually used up all their powers which makes sense or they come out of it yeah and they've gone the phoenix route and they've, they've gone even stronger they've gone next yeah. level so now you're saying yeah. that she come out of it and she's still the same yeah 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 well, that's boring but <laughs> So basically, she's just but done it and just gone. She did. Yeah, that's it. In this, so let's just let's keep going. The path here. So she goes back to Aratusa to heal, then escapes from Aratusa. What I love here is that because you're you're across the books, you know all the names of the places. <laughs> like I've completely forgotten about so all these she places. From Aratusa, after being on trial, escapes with um, Cahill. Cahill, what was his name? So you just Kahir, sorry, Kahir. Kahir. Um, the old what, what was the oh, dark? Yeah, so dark with the feathers on his head. The dark dark knight with the feathers on his head. Um, the black knight. There we go. Yeah, that's different, right there. So he's got a crappy he beard now. Have a relationship with Yennefer at all? In that their paths what, at all? cross or haven't oh, crossed wow. yet. Oh, do you think it's going to play into the story later on or not? Because it seems like when Kahir got back to his people, he sort of just completely so forgot about everything that had happened. With, um, 
with The Witcher. The, so, yeah, so The Witcher and I'm going to keep calling him down the line, Dandelion. I shouldn't. His name is Yaskia in this. So we'll stick with Yaskia. Yeah, he was great. Old Joey Beatty. <laughs> Always is. He, that, that oh. song that he sings first, his heartbreak with Geralt. It's, it's so cute. I've got to say, he had his Henry Cavill <laughs> moment too. Well, there was no reason for him what to do take his shirt off. Oh, that served no point to the plot. No. No, no. And that's what that's what funny my missus said. She goes, Ah, so he knows how Henry rocks up to set now, so he's gone, Oh, I Dude, need to work out really, for this season. Like, there is yeah. no lutus. He's done that on purpose. Look like that. <laughs> There's no reason for a lutus to no. be in that good of shape. Well, he's seen Geralt. He's seen the way Geralt looks. So why wouldn't he go and work out and try and get to look like Geralt? Realise that if he wants to hang with Geralt. Yeah. (laughs) He's got to be a bit fitter. It might have been all that walking that he did (laughs) off the mountaintop that's made him look like that. He He lost all his puppy fat. Um, (laughs) Finding logs to do dips on. (laughs) Because holy jeez. Well done. Yeah, well done he's you, got sir. jacked. Um, anyway, so his scene where he gets taken by... Oh, his name's just gone out of my head. That's with uh, Ryance. Ryance Ryan's is straight from the I do not remember. So Ryance with the burnt face tortures people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the fire dude. Fire fuck. Yeah, that fire, fire oh, well, like the firefucker, which was great, by the way. <laughs> it's just they don't even know his name. Yeah. They don't even say so, his name. It's like, yeah, the firefucker's so Ryan, been here. Like, straight what? from the books is a great character, very sadistic. <laughs> They've done him very well here. Yeah, I can, um, I can see that, that first scene where he takes Yaskia to interrogate him, and yeah. Um, Yennefer comes to save him. That plays out like the book. Except. Oh, really? She has magic. And she does it. So. Oh, okay. So in this, she's actually had to. Yeah, she did yeah. very well. Which was very good, too. In the book, she. Stumbling in, in drunk. Killed two guards <laughs> who were at the door. Oh, wow. And then. He tried to escape through a portal and she sent a fireball after him. Yeah, so it was more a boss moment in the books. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Yeah, sit down, shut up and listen. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen that too. <laughs> and then you get the whole dynamic of him save, her saving him and him just... Their relationship's great and they've they've kept that the same in the... Him just calling her a bitch repeatedly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's like... Oh, yeah. I've heard she just walks up and hugs him straight away. And it's like, oh, we're hugging. Yeah. We're hugging. Okay, okay we're drinks. huggers now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's one of the examples of, like, the story followed the same path, but she had her powers in the book, whereas she doesn't have them here. And... I don't know whether this is a storyline from yeah. that they've woven in from somewhere future in the book where she loses her power and gets them back from another dimension and that's going to change something. Well, well, you would think that if it was, you'd be up to it by now because they wouldn't put it like right at the end and then bring it know, this far right. forward. That wouldn't make sense. Because I'm only technically two books ahead of where this story is. <clears throat> this was based on the Blood Elves. Who would you, we, we, her power, that, who was it? The, oh, the, the, yeah, it was not. The that. house with no windows or whatever it was? Yeah. So. Oh, wow. That wasn't in the book. And the story of Fringilla and, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Francesca, I think it is. Yeah. Um, Francesca, yep, yep, yep. That yep. wasn't, the wasn't in the book either. And the baby. And oh wow! That's 
Yeah. That's a big thing to add yeah. in. And that was a lot of the storyline. Like, that's I was huge. Like, I don't really care about this. Which is funny because it's something I didn't know about. <laughs> um, yeah. But that is so all of these things that they've done here. So the Frangilla, Francesca, Kihia, I think they're putting pieces in place and using this little story to put those pieces in place for season three. So what about Istred? Istred. What did he do? The dude. In the books. He was the one in Is that it? got. Yeah. Who loves I'm Jennifer not sure he's well. in the book. The love triangle. If I'm, I can't remember him. Oh, wow. So either he's not a massive part or he's... Okay, so he's no one. Oh. He might have been... Because he was good in this. Like, from Okay, there was a, a really powerful wizard who she worked with. Yeah. Um, Gandalf. I can't remember his name. It might have <laughs> been Istrid. I told, I told you it's Gandalf. But, but he's the reason oh, okay. why Geralt and... <clears throat> the funny thing is, how, like that's a big thing to be in season one. Like their their arc in season yeah, one so, was massive as well. So that's a massive so thing to the, add in. That's not in the well, books. This is what I mean. So in the that's books, a gamble. Carol and Yennefer spend some time in a town together when they're like just dating, like together. And he realizes that yeah, yeah. like she's going to work with this wizard during the day, uh, sorcerer. Yep, I'll call him. Sorry, sorcerer during the day. Um, and then he realizes that she's sleeping with him at the same time. So Geralt's not oh. too happy about that, obviously. Um, and he's like, well, who do you want? She's like, I love you both. They, uh, Istrid, yeah, I don't know if it was Istrid, by the way. So this sorcerer wants to duel, uh, Geralt. Yeah. He'll lose. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> He'll lose. to drill him. And says, no, she's got to make her choice. We're not going to make it for her. And in the end, yeah. her choice is just to leave. So she leaves them both notes and leaves. That's just yeah, lazy. pretty much. And That's that lazy. breaks Geralt's heart. Yeah, it's it's pretty powerful in the oh. book. So the that is a sorcerer fella. who she was pretty connected to in the books. I can't remember if his name's Istrid or not, but that might be the character they're drawing on for this. The difference is, yeah, I don't think she loves him in the the TV show. You know what I mean? Uh, Istrid. You don't think she loves who? Oh no, she oh, loves Geralt for sure. Geralt. Then I'm like, what? Huh? But yeah, so that's. I mean, I love. Him. I mean, have you seen the man? Not even there. Not even there. <laughs> we all love him. So I don't know. I'm pretty partial to Jaskaski now, apparently. <laughs> Got his shirt off. I was like, wow, look at that. You're a musician and you no, look like that. Up. Well done. <laughs> I'm leaning towards the poetry. Hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams. Um, yeah. <laughs> Smoke and mirrors, mate. Um, so, yeah. So that's something that's kind of kind of changed there. I don't know if Istrid is a part of that. I want to talk about Stregobor though. And you're probably forgetting who that is. Yes. Lars Mikkelsen. How good was he? He was incredible. Now, he was amazing. What the most incredible thing about him and the, <clears throat> I think, as an actor watching him, is that it's bad guys who you can kind of see their point of view. You know? Yeah. He's wrong, but because he believes he's right, his conviction makes you makes him a better bad guy. You shouldn't. I don't know. I just you don't, don't like, like him. him at all. Well, at all. I like but he's you, doing you, his job you, so you're well. You're a scumbag. Yeah, but he plays he plays that role so well. I believe you are a scumbag, and I really yes. hope in real life he's not a scumbag. <laughs> I'm hoping he's not just going. Yeah, yeah well, this is cast. me. Let's just do it. Um, so Stregobor is up there just causing trouble. So the other character we've got that 
has that kind of Stregoboff vibe to them is Vilkforts. And in the books, he's the one pulling all the strings behind the scenes in Aratusa. Oh, okay. So I don't know if they've given to Saya his... Yeah, I don't think he's doing a hell of a lot. Yeah. It didn't seem like he's doing a hell of a lot anyway. See, he needs to is the problem. Yeah, If okay. it's going the way we think it's going. Um, or where, where they kind of have to get to. So... All right, so let's just let's just focus back on season two here before we start spitballing about season can three. Can we just hurry up and start talking about Graham McTravish? Like we can do that right now. Like, let's can we do it? Okay, so Dijkstra, that he's as soon as I seen him, like, oh my god, how are you in The Witcher? He was so. I, I had no idea he was going to be in it. Like, no idea at all. So good, and then him talking to his owl, like that owl that he had as a spy. Yeah, who's a woman. Yes, yeah, so that's Philippa Alhart. What? Philippa Alhart. Philippa Alhart. I might be saying her last name wrong. Sorry, guys. Alhart. Let's just stick with that. <laughs> it, it sounds good. <laughs> so, <laughs> she's a sorceress. In the I, book. I, I guess that she can turn into an owl from Aratusa. Humans can't do that. But has more, a lot more agency in the books. What do you mean? She uses Dijkstra to try. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whereas I think this is kind of framed it that he's using her as like a spy. Yeah. 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 She's very much working for Aratusa and trying to feed Dijkstra information to get what she needs in the continent. Unless. She's making him feel like he's in charge when really she's actually pulling putting things into his head and could very much be doing that. Yeah, so pulling strings without him knowing. I wasn't sure though, because once when they kept showing the owl, I was like, "It's Philippa," but I wasn't sure if they were just doing like a little nod to her. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. So when she changes at the end, I was like, "Oh yes, that's fantastic." Um. So awesome little reveal there. Deekstra though, he's got storylines coming. Like he'll be a big part of season three too. So absolutely, absolutely solid. Looking forward to that. Um, he's just a brilliant actor. Like oh, he really is in everything that he is. I can't fault him. So good. He was wicked in Preacher. He was so good in, and that show fell apart for me, but he was awesome in that. Mate, he was in The Hobbit. Fantastic. Yep. Um anyway. Let's just run through run through scene two quickly. So Ciri's trained as a witcher. Then they take Well you're forgetting the you're forgetting the first bit. Well, let's talk about the first episode then. Yeah, get into that. Because that was a sort of a it was more a that was more a very self contained. Yeah, throwaway episode. And it was like it was like a series filler, but at the start. Well, this is what happens in the book. <laughs> Like the first couple of books are phrased in a way that they just go, here's three chapters of a short story. Oh, okay. And you read that short story and then you get another three chapters of a short story and another three chapters of a short story. And it feels like yeah, they're all right. just like these random short stories. And then something in the next short story brings back something from those first two short stories. So it's like the, the way the first season was filmed. All over the shop until it all sort of come together at the end and everything makes sense. Yeah, very much so, yeah. You've got three different timelines happening at once and you don't know where. Except and the funny thing is, my, my father-in-law, we told him to watch it. Mm. And he was watching, I think he was almost through the first season. I said, what do you think? And he goes, it's a bit hard to follow. Mm. But then it all sort of tied together nicely. Yeah, look, I'll be completely I had, I had to explain honest. I am three different timelines. I can see the ratings and everything from season one to season two and that season one is much higher than season two, blah, blah, blah. I preferred season two and it's what I've said. So did I, but as we were talking before the show, I preferred season two, but I would have liked to see Henry fight more. Yeah. He didn't, and I, not, not monsters. I want to see him fight people. See, I didn't even, 
realised he hadn't been fighting that many people until it got to that temple scene. Yeah, and he rips through them all. And I was like, wow, we have not seen much of this. Because him taking on people is great. <laughs> Isn't it funny that like the, the, the best shows at the moment are all dads? Hey, man. How it goes. <laughs> You've got The Witcher, yeah. his dad, basically, an adoptive father. Mando, adoptive father. There was another one too that the missus pointed out. He was an adopted father, adoptive father as well, and it all just yeah. worked. It's Sorry, like, Hawkeye wow. in there. Hawkeye, adoptive best friend. Yeah, Hawk Dad. Hawk, Hawk Dad. Yeah. It's gone all right. Well, they're all adoptive fathers, yeah, father yeah. figures. There's father figures. Um, yes. Who's your money on? For? The, the three we just named. Geralt, Mando, and Hawkeye. If Geralt has a potion, there's not much that can stop him with his elixir. I reckon Mando will get him. I don't know. Because of the Beskar. No, because it's essentially just armor. Although he doesn't have... Geralt's strength strength goes up as well. Geralt fights people in armor. He turns into Goku when he (laughs) takes a potion. You know what I mean? He's Superman without the laser beams coming out the eyes and can fly. That's one of the cool things about the books is that as he's fighting, he walks through his fight steps. So he'll be like, and then I've slashed his Achilles because it was there was no guard on it. Like a Sherlock style. Yeah. yeah. Fight breakdown. That was much. one of the best things about Downey Jr.'s Sherlock was that breakdown of the fight. Yeah, where he was like, I would love to see Geralt do that. Yeah. It that shows how awesome. smart he is as well. Yeah. I'm going to do this because when he falls, he's going to fall this way and it's going to lead me into my next three hits. Yeah, who knows? We might get him do that in Enola Holmes too. Seeing as he is oh, Sherlock. Be nice? <laughs> Just in this massive suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right, back to, back to Tormund. All right, back to Tormund. So we've got uh, Niveline. Was that his name? Uh, yes. Yep. Yes, it is. And the Bruja, not Bruja, Vampire Bruger. Is that what they called her? She's a vampire. I anyway. think so. So we just call her a vampire. Um, was it Verena? Oh, I can't remember. I think it was Verena. Either way, so this whole storyline that they got of him having a past relationship with this bloke, saving him, coming in and, you know, going to his house. Like this was all, it was very much from the books. The only difference is Siri wasn't there. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that that was the only difference here. So when she talks to someone and confesses her love and all that stuff, that's her talking to Geralt. And him oh, pretty much okay. saying, I don't care. You're a monster. It's... In the books, it shapes as a... So how I said every short story kind of comes back. A Brooksa. Brooksa, that's it. Brooksa, that's the one. They Brooksa. say every short story kind of... There's a reason they're telling the short story. Yeah. So the kind of reasoning for this is that it needs to resonate with Geralt that monsters aren't always just monsters. Yeah. She was creepy. That scene where she comes out of the roof, crawls along it, down under the bed. The way they filmed that was insane. This was a gorgeous episode. Just her movements and like, I'm like, is she actually doing them? Yeah. yeah like, or are they just doing it in post and shifting her and bringing her back and just keeping her head on? Uh, like, like, if she's CGI acting that, body. that's insane. It had a lot of the ring feel to it. Yeah. The ring girl. Yeah. Um, but no, like a contortionist style. Just ah, it was creepy. Oh, it was crazy. Um, and the actual actress to play that part was incredible. I don't have her name but she was Agnes Bourne there you go Agnes Bourne she was amazing um so yeah so the idea of that short story is that he needs to learn that monsters aren't just monsters so they're not just it's not just evil or not evil kill it or don't you know what I mean and I'm not sure he fully got that message in this no he just wanted to kill it but I also don't think that in this telling of the story, the lesson was for him. No, it wasn't. She learned that monsters aren't all evil. That's right. 
So that monster, that that Verena, just sort of the way I could say, just wanted a friend. Yeah, it was weird, and it was Siri. Like she just wanted a friend, or a daughter, maybe. Maybe, because that's a common theme that runs through not just this series, but this um, this season is that Geralt's kind of got this father daughter relationship with Siri. Triss comes in. And immediately kind of picks up on the daughter vibe. Yeah. Wants to protect this girl. Uh, Yennefer goes from wanting to betray her to, I'd sacrifice my life for her. Yeah. You need to protect her. You know? And that in itself, all right, let's talk about Because I think Yennefer can feel and see how strong Ciri is. So let's talk about that. So one of the biggest things that Yennefer defines her character is that she needs power. She's been weak before and she never wants to be weak again. Through the books, that that's just, that's who she is. She has everything for power. In this series, she's made weak again and offered power back. So that's a different spin Yeah, that we haven't seen. So for her not to turn on Siri was incredible because it goes against everything we know of her as a character. That's right. Siri and her have an incredible relationship in the book. They build up their relationship in this season. But the amazing thing is that they are essentially the same person in that they don't want to feel weak. And they both want that power. Siri felt weak when she was taken by the Black Knight. She felt helpless when she was dragged through the forest. Yep. She doesn't want to feel helpless again. So what she does is she sees Geralt, the strongest person she knows. She wants to learn to be a witcher. She sees Yennefer, which is different in here than it is the book. Because in the book, she sees this amazing sorceress. Here she's just told she's an amazing sorceress. But in the book, she sees that power and says, I want to know how you do that. I want to do that. So they're a lot more connected kind of character-wise. In, in the books, but you do see that here and it comes through, I think. Yeah. Now, that relationship, though, did you feel like it, it developed enough between Yennefer and Ciri? Like, did you believe that or was it just too fast of a turn? Uh, it did sort of come out of nowhere, like, real quick. Like, she wanted to kill her and then it was just sort of within 10 minutes. Yeah, she's like, I sensed, a snap her. I sensed her power. Oh, no. No, you need to. You need to be. You're good. Yeah, that's like that's like. Mm, you're willing to turn turn against Geralt. Yeah, like you were still going against Geralt at that point. Before she jumped into that portal, he's like, "Stop!" And she just goes, "No," and just goes through. It's like, "Oh, okay. Well, you're set on what you're gonna do." Mm. And then next minute, she's like, "No." <laughs> so this could just be a short form storytelling thing they've had to do. You know, they don't have the time. They've got to get through a fair bit of story. But add, adding in this gods thing, this old god, obviously it was how they did that as well. But it does feel like everything they've done is to put pieces in place for season three. Yeah. You know? Whereas I don't think season one felt like that. Season one could have ended... You could have gotten no more seasons. You could have gone, that was a self-contained story. I did prefer season two, just because I prefer a linear story, obviously. Um, But it did feel like season two was a bit of, we're getting pieces in place for season three. Well, I'd like to hope so, because we've got the Wild Hunt coming. Now, how much do you know about the Wild Hunt? Because I'm not... Not a lot, that which is good. It. I don't want to know because I like the. I'm like, holy crap, these guys look badass. Yeah, and they're in a different dimension. Yeah, which is interesting. It's not even like this is not the same planet from the look of it. This is a different dimension altogether. So the wild hunt in the book so far, from what I had, is just it's a group of ghouls. From memory, they sort of look like the four horse, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. They do, which... in a way. 
could be where that myth came from in this world. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things like that that the Witcher, the books did. Like they had... They just take something and twist it. Yeah, so they go, okay, well, this is... A lot of them are like Brothers Grimm stuff, especially in the first book. Yep. Like he's taken like... Done his own little takes on Hansel and Gretel and stuff like that. Well, yeah, the the, ha- the house with no windows. Mm. And the witch living in it, that's... I mean, that's Hansel and Gretel. Kinda, yeah. I mean, except they lured him with candy and stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, or sweets or whatever. But yeah, all right. So, oh man, it's a really hard season to get your head around in terms of like putting it where you want to go because there's so much speculation that comes off from where everyone ends up. You know, um, but, I have no idea where this is going to go at all. Like, not a clue. <laughs> And it's great. I don't want to know. I'm not sure the Wild Hunt's going to feature next year, next season. I I think they've got... Well, no, not after a dad's shown up. Dooney. That... If that's in the books, that's a massive spoiler for me. Because I'm not there yet. <laughs> Take that. Yeah. Like, they, if they pulled that... Either really pulled that forward, or that's like... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what's happening there, but that that was a cool twist, and really explained why they were so adamant to get Siri out of. Did you notice? I didn't even notice it. The missus noticed it when you know when Siri's being spoken. She's she's in that dreamland, and when, uh, he didn't fade away, but the mum did. He didn't. He didn't fade away. Yeah, because he's not dead. My missus like, noticed that too. I didn't. Like I, I didn't notice it either. I'm I like, no. and then did. we rewound it, and I'm like, oh wow, oh okay. Yeah, I kind of did. My missus was like, he didn't fade away. I want to throw an honourable mention out to Adam Levi, though. Yeah, it's Mousak. Mousak. He is so good. So good. So good. And the fact that they got... Because they mentioned her grandmother in an earlier episode when Triss is walking her through her memory. Queen Calanthe. And you see Calanthe from behind. She's shot from behind and you just hear her voice. And I thought, oh, they couldn't get the actress back. Did you notice they did the same thing for the um, the king, but not king? Yeah, they all, they shot him from behind, like so he was essentially talking to someone next to him, but his back was always to camera, mm. so he obviously didn't come back to film stuff. But that could have been COVID as well, because this well, was yeah. shot through massive restrictions. Yeah, that's um, it. Tormund was one of the people who who had COVID at that time. Yeah. Um. Actually, you know what? Just while we're on that, Niveline. That was full prosthetics, prosthetics, that mask. I think it was a bit of everything. He said it was full prosthetics. It couldn't have been because there's movements in it that is not puppetry. Well, they were saying it was... um, That's what he's saying, it was full. I reckon the the majority of it, yeah, 90%, but I reckon they've touched it up in post with... To get different eyebrow movements and things like that. It has to be. If look, whatever it was. Otherwise, man. it would have turned out looking like. You look at Grogu. Grogu is full prosthetic, and the movement's just not quite. It's not smooth. When he's making noise and things like that, where this this was too smooth. I've got to watch it behind the scenes on this because it was gorgeous. Yeah, I I reckon they've touched it up in post, and. Why not? Who cares? You've oh, done no, of majority of you've done ninety five percent of it. If you've got to smooth the motions out in post, that's fine. Well, it's I'm, to I'm take okay away that kind of uncanny valley feel, isn't it? And that's it. It t- pulls it. It takes away from the puppetry mm. and makes it real. Because he looked one hundred percent. It was what's his name? I'm Mando. I have spoken. Nick Nolte's character. Yeah, he was full puppetry. With no nothing added up in post, and you can tell because the mouth doesn't look right. Mm. It doesn't match the movements of the mouth. Doesn't match what he's saying, where the movements of this mouth match exactly what he's saying. You know what I mean? Either way, it was gorgeous. They did. It was such beautifully a good done. Job. Beautifully done, and I want one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, back to that that scene with the actors returning. So when she goes into her memory. The next time, I wasn't expecting to see Gwen Galanthi because I thought, well, they couldn't get her back. 
because they shot yeah. it from behind in our first vision. Yet there she was, and she was brilliant. Yeah. Just, I don't know how much, like how much to read into that though, because once again, that's not from the book. This whole old god thing is something very different. But I think you've just got to sort of just treat it as a separate thing from now on. So then it's hard to think, to know, you know, is that a real vision? Because she was getting extra information. Well, the good thing so is... So it's not coming from memory. You don't need to know and you'll find out. Maybe, maybe. That's the thing. We will find out in the end. We'll, it will all be explained. All right, let's do this. So where everyone was kind of left here, we had Fringilla um, captured, essentially. Yep. You know, I didn't care at all about her storyline. Yeah, no. no not no. at all. And Like, I don't care. This is someone from the book who's not really a massive character. Ah, oh, so they're trying to make her a massive character. Same with Francesca. Yeah, right. But Francesca could lead into something here because what they've essentially set up is in... Well, she's pissed off her baby died. Yeah. Oh, that All was brutal, by the, the way. the Alvin babies died. When she walked through... And they're all getting killed. Oh my God, that was horrific. And then the noises, the baby noises just stop. Yeah. And it's just silent. It's like, oh, wow. That was you've just... just gen- you've just gone through and genocided all the babies. Yeah, that was dark. So dark. But where they end up... I didn't think this show was Game of Thrones until it did that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. You yeah. just went real left. Yeah, that's pushing a kid out a window right there. Yeah. Um, well, no, it's worse. Yeah, yeah, definitely <laughs> worse. Um, so where they've ended up, though, where they're in the forest, I think, as I said, how they're just... These storylines are meant to put people in places. What they're setting up here is the elves as the squirrel tail. So in the books, there's a gorilla band of elves. Yeah. They're going around just killing people. That's what's going to happen, 100%. And they're known as the squirrels because they put little squirrel tails on their heads. Yeah, right. Um, so the squirtles, the squirrels, or whatever they are. The squirtles. Squirtles. <laughs> yeah, they are, they're squirtles. That's all I could keep on thinking every time I heard the word. Um, so that's the piece of that they put in place. Um, Kahia and Fringilla being... Uh, Take it into custody, essentially. Uh, and then they get taken into custody and then they become basically just... They run the joint. Hmm? At the start, when Kahir gets back... Yeah. He just ends up basically... He's running the joint. Oh, no, I'm talking about at the end. Oh, so at the end, okay. So when you see Dooney and he's like these two... Because they get like sacks over the head or something, right? I don't remember. Something happened, they get taken by guards or something. He's like, you guys did go. Um, so in the book, that's how um, Kikia ends up with with the Witcher. Yep. Is that the Witcher is with... Oh, jeez. We just skipped over someone here who is a massive character in the books. And that's Yarp and Zygrin. So the little dwarf dude. Oh, I was so happy when he came back. How good. I was so happy. How good. So Geralt gets some help. Yeah. <laughs> In the books, <laughs> he just keeps popping up just like that. Good. Yeah. I hope he keeps popping up just like that. It's it was so awesome. Good. Um, it was like a breath of fresh air when he showed up. It's like, oh, you were awesome. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Yeah, Yaskia goes to fucking shake his hand. He's like, just turns his back on him. Yep. And just walks <laughs> off. <laughs> anyway, that's played by Jeremy Crawford. He does a fantastic job. Yarpin Zegrin in the book is an amazing character. Um, well, I'm glad they've done him well in this because he's awesome in this. They've done him very well. Um, so he's traveling with Yarpin Zegrin. They get separated and end up intercepting a convoy that was trying to hand over Kahia to someone. Yeah, right. And they rescue Kahia by accident. Geralt realizes who he is. He's the Black Knight who stole Siri and tormented her in her nightmares. 
wants to kill him doesn't. Why doesn't he? He should. He should just run a, a sword through his neck. Yeah, he just keeps telling him, I'm going to kill you next time I see you. If I see you again, I'll kill you. And then never does. No, because Kahir just keeps following him. Geralt, kill him. <laughs> but like, saving him from things as well. So Kahir just ends up being like their vanguard without planning to be their vanguard. Yeah. And just any time, like there's one time where like, a, they they stumble across some soldiers and one of the soldiers gets away. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, he's going to go tell somebody. Then you hear a bow just go and this guy drop. You're like, oh, well, Kihir took care of him kind of thing. So Kihir ends up traveling with the Witcher. So he's a teammate but not a teammate. Yeah, kind of thing. I can't see Siri wanting that to happen. Well, that's the thing. So where they put things in place here is that with all the monoliths. Yeah, I don't know about the monoliths. They're not a big part of the book. Oh, right. Yeah, this is something, that's something different there. Really cool idea of them being a portal into different and where monsters Realms. come from and stuff. They talked about yeah. the Convergence a lot more, which is cool. And seeing like the vision of the Convergence, that was awesome. Um, Siri ends up with like a band of... They, they get separated. So Siri, Yennefer, and Geralt all get separated. Yep. Um, in the massive battle at Aratusa. Bilgefortz wipes the floor with Geralt. Oh, wow. And Geralt has to go heal somewhere. He gets saved by Triss. And while he's healing, Siri's gone through, because everyone's after Siri, essentially. Yep. She's gone through a portal, ended up somewhere random. And ends up joining kind of like a squirrel gang, but they're called the rats. Oh, what is this with animals? I don't know. But they're, they're like a feared gang that just raids people. Essentially kills people. Why is Siri joining them? Because this is... Oh, She's going to be a bad guy. Mate, I'm telling you. Siri has like this Daenerys thing going. Oh, she starts off all nice and innocent and then... Bam! Once she starts, the more power she accumulates... Like they had this line in the book. She becomes a rat. Pretty recently. Uh, in this in the fifth book where a narrator essentially is telling the story of of Siri. And he quickly mentions that he goes, The witches will regret what they taught her. Oh. Maybe that'll be the final showdown. We'll be Geralt versus Siri. Could be. And Geralt will have to kill her. So that's where this age up kind of thing might work to their advantage. Yeah. Because the stuff she does when she's with this rats group suits an older Siri more than a child. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, and obviously Yennefer's off just doing Yennefer things. Do you care about Yennefer? I've got to ask because she was one of your favorite characters after the first season. Not this season, I didn't really know. Yeah. It was... But, I don't know. And I don't know if that's because they changed her storyline or what they did, but that whole old gods thing really threw me. Um, yeah, I just I just don't know, really. Because it still really amounted to nothing, didn't it? The whole lot sort of amounted to nothing. So it could, Everything that was happening in the background amounted to nothing except Geralt and Ciri. There's so many times where you're watching these shows and it's kind of like the old Game of Thrones thing. where Like Free and Jilla and all that, that amounted to nothing. They're jumping between storylines. And... You're just invested in one of them? Yeah. So you're just waiting for them to get back to Siri and Geralt? I'm always just waiting to get Henry back on screen. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, Yaskia, I'm a fan of. Yeah, with Geralt. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Although Yaskia with Yennefer is pretty good too. Mm. Yeah. So just those four. We'll stick with just those four. Um, Siri, Geralt, Yennefer and Yaskia. That's it done. <laughs> So they're setting stuff up here and it looks like, like I said, that battle at Aratusa, uh, Philippa Arhard to be part of that, of setting that up. So yeah, by okay. putting that character into play, by putting Dijkstra into play, because he's there as well, um, Vilgefort, they made more of a character in this season. So by putting him in play, all these things they're setting up, it looks like they're really going kind of, um, I think the Time of Contempt is the next book. And you can see all those little pieces of information coming into play. 
Yeah, right. I'm, yeah, I don't know. Two years we have to wait. Obviously. Yeah, it's going to be about two years. <laughs> two years. They're not going to rush it. So two years so for the next season sucks. and in, well, they say seven seasons. Well, that's what Henry said he would like to do seven seasons. They only just got greenlit for season three. So let's relax, Henry. But the ratings, as as much as they were down on the first season, they're not bad ratings. Like if you just no, pull them decent. on their own, it's still averaging they're, they're, in the eights, right? Yeah, it's 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 sitting at a eight point seven. So there's no reason for Netflix to not keep going with this. It's printing money, right? Oh no, it was eight point seven for the final episode. The f- the show overall is sitting at an eight point two. So what what do you rate it? I'd give it an eight. Of uh, the show overall, or yeah, show overall, I'd give an eight. Yes, because there's some episodes in there where it's like, I don't care. Yeah. But you get that with every show. I mean, I think it's more so with shows that have, like I said, these concurrent character storylines going on, that if you're not attached to a certain character, then it can drag. Yeah. Well, I mean, this season, season two, I mean, everyone said it was getting slammed, but I mean, it's like two episodes were 8.7. You've got an 8.5, you've got two 8.3s, two 8.1s, and then you've got one 7.8. Mm. So, I mean, the proof's there. The show's good. Although we know that ratings can be hard to trust. And which... that's it. That's why we go off IMDb and not Rotten Tomatoes because I don't think IMDb's bought. Look, in saying that, sometimes you have to dig a bit deeper into them. Like, we just went through the uh, Boba Fett ones. And I don't trust those ratings at all. Those ratings are strange. But anyway, back to The Witcher. Season two, you're sitting about an eight. I'm, I'm sitting about an eight for this one, this season. Um, my first one, like, honestly, I thought the first season was about seven. I would have given the first one about an eight as well. So I'm, They're about the same. Uh, it was an improvement for me. And for things that we, I we don't didn't know if that get came in this from, season. From reading the books and then enjoying it more? I don't know, but for, like for things that we... We didn't get in the first season, we got in this, but then we lost things from the first season, we didn't get them in this. So first season... So it sort of balances it out. um, Do you remember the Dryads? No. So the Dryads were where that elf who ended up being a spy this season, Dana, was it? Uh, Uh, Dora. Dora, No. What was his name? I know, but he took... I know who you're talking about too. He took Siri to these people that lived in the forest. Dara. Dara. He took Siri to these people that lived in the forest to hide her. Yep. Yep. They were the dryads. The dryads end up. Um, that's where Triss takes Geralt to heal. So he spends oh, like okay. ages there getting healed. So the dryads could be coming back as well. So it's one of those things where you look at it and you're like, these little pieces they put in play always come back. Yeah. And they're already kind of doing it, which is cool to see. Like, Look, I don't envy the writers at all of this show. It'd be it'd be hard. It'd be a hard job. Because you're taking these books and this law and trying to pick out what you can put into into context and into, you know. Uh, but then not only that, they're also creating whole new branches of story and it works. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah, it's just I don't I wouldn't want that job. No way. No, keep it. No chance. Absolutely not. I'm going to sit back. We'll stick and to I'm, we'll I'm stick to fake. It. We'll stick to fake rotten DC and Marvel movies. Yeah. That's a hell of a lot easier than this. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm not going to touch the Witcher. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy whatever you guys spit out. Um, <laughs> There's too many names I can't pronounce in this show. But please give us more Geralt fighting with a sword. That's yes. all I'm going to say. That's what I want to see more of because. The, if anyone out there is listening, give us more Geralt fighting. The choreography was awesome. The first season, that, that laneway fight was just so good. But this time it was the, the... Stabbing people in the shoulders the and then ripping the blade straight through, throwing the sword at other people. With riots coming through the temple, that was that was Nice awesome. little force push. Yeah, using more art symbols in this one. Yeah. Which was cool. We get more... More of the witcher symbols, more of... See, I call it a force push because it just reminds me of Skyrim. (laughs) 
And that's what they, I think, pretty, I'm pretty sure it's called a force push in Skyrim. It sounds very Star Wars y. The Foos, Foos Rado. Boom. But that was interesting. They, um, they put that in too about Siri not being able to use hard symbols. Yeah. You know, it's like she's magic, but she can't control them that way. Um, because that's saying for the books is that she's got all this power, but she can't do witcher symbols. Yeah. Which is interesting because she can't control her chaos. Anyway, guys, we rambled for an hour about a show that there's no way we could have fit into an hour because this was an eight-hour epic of a show. Um, I enjoyed it. Seriously, if you enjoyed it, we're telling you to watch Mate, it. It was great. Watch it if you like good stuff, guys. Um, and over the next two years, if you're waiting, read the books because they're good. Like They are really good. Um, anyway, that's all I got to say. You got anything, man? That's it. I got nothing. Got nothing. We love Geralt. We love Geralt. We love Siri. Yennefer's there. <laughs> I love Yennefer. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows? You know, we're going to get to season three and Siri's going to be 25 years old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this will be great. Geralt will be 60. Yeah. <laughs> or Henry will be 60, I should say. Yeah. Because Geralt is 800 and something, is he? I don't know how old he is. I think it's about 800 around I th- there. Oh, I thought he was like 80. No. No, it's about 800, I think. From the books. So I thought he was memory. about 80 years old. I thought they said it in this season as well. They might have. That he's about 80 years. He's been doing it for about 80 years. Could be. Although he says he's lived through, what was it? Three. Oh. Three end of days. Three end of days and it all means nothing. Yeah. It's all horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. <laughs> uh, oh, we also got the little thing of him calling every horse he rides Roach. That was sad. Let's not talk about that. Let's end the show. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pour it out for Roach, guys. Pour it out for Roach. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>